there's a unique thing that I think real estate agents in our industry have a little bit of a hurdle on. And that is that, you know, having marketing for everyone is actually having marketing for no one Mm. because of the way the algorithms are because of the way, like back in the day, put on your suit and tie, you know, be on the billboard, be on the bus bench, like be in the newspaper, be everywhere and be for everyone because we need to get as much business from anybody that will do business with us. Right. That's, that's how we used to think about marketing. And now because of algorithms and because of the internet and the way the world works, uh, the creepy algorithms know how old you are. They know how much money you make. They know if you're married or not. They know if you have kids, they know what you like to do, right? They have this personal profile on you and they're going to curate content specifically for you. Jack Lair here down at Lair's Lair with the Lair podcast. And I have this amazing gentleman that I met not that long ago. We're at the same brokerage. And he is, man, he is a video sensation. And his name is Tim Macy. Welcome, Tim. How's it going, man? Good to be <laughs> here. I'm so grateful that you're here. Uh, like we're both in the Tom Ferry Network. Uh, yeah. We're both at the same brokerage. And I, I'm just going to be very curious today, okay? Because I know a little bit about you, but I don't know a lot. So we want to discover who the heck Tim Macy is because I see you on YouTube. I see you on video and you're doing some pretty phenomenal things within real. We were at that other cloud-based brokerage, maybe not together, but we were at that other place. And anyway, we're here with real. Um, Tim, again, super grateful that you're here. We'd love to learn more about you, brother. Yeah, man. Um, it's funny you sell that nice stuff about me. I uh, I've I feel like I've been in the business so much lately and doing more training and doing more stuff uh, that I have not been creating the content at the the level that I I should be. Um, but yeah, I mean, super passionate about uh, social media marketing, video, all that fun stuff. Um, I've been lucky enough to be in this space where, you know, we've helped people build businesses on, on social media. And I've gotten to dig into very successful team leaders and agents that have, you know, in a lot of ways, like cracked to code on social media and video. And then I get to, you know, be authentically curious and maybe a little creepy by digging into their business enough to try to find out like what their little secret sauce is. Um, and then, you know, with real and everything else, I've been able to have a large network of agents that we, we then go and try to, uh, teach that too. So, you know, it's, it's been a fun, uh, a fun little, little circle there of, of doing video, running a real estate business, spending a lot of time learning about other people's businesses, and then creating this and helping create this kind of connected community of agents where we all share these ideas uh, and what and watch ourselves like get better and grow and it's it's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. So like, what what's your background? Where'd you come from? Oh, where did I come from? Yeah. Well, there's a large mountain in. No, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't born on a mountain. Um, that would be. I need a good superhero origin story. I don't have one. I was born in Connecticut. It's very not enticing at all. Uh, but no, I was born in Connecticut and. 
Southeastern Connecticut, there's not a lot out there, but there's two massive casinos. Okay. Uh, some of the biggest casinos in the country are on the Indian reservations up there. And um, yeah, I, I grew up there. I grew up boxing. I mentioned to you, I got like punched in the yeah. face this morning. My yeah, eye Tim says, like, my, 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 I got punched in the eye and Sarah was in the, uh, in the studio here and said, yeah, oh, you're one of your kids, you know, your, your wife, yeah. like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering pounds. if I, it looks okay if it looks weird looks um, <laughs> all right good good no uh so I grew up boxing and uh you know because those casinos were there a lot of the world title fights happened there and because there wasn't like a lot of boxing gyms in rural southeastern Connecticut yeah. uh, I got to see a lot of these guys come in a lot of these world champions and and all that fun stuff which was a amazing experience but I think through that, you know, I went to like inner city projects on a regular basis. Cause that's where boxing happens. It doesn't happen in the, in the suburbs. Right. And uh, I think I got exposed to just uh, such a dynamic range of people, you know, like I'd, I'd be a, a white kid in the projects trying to figure out how to like navigate through that. And right. then, you know, you'd have a guy like Roy Jones Jr. who's making millions of dollars and is a successful world champion uh, and just having exposure to all this different spectrums of people and lives and everything else. I think it's given me a unique ability to connect with people in an authentic way and then through that uh, build community. And I don't know about you, but just so much of my life and business has been positively impacted by being a part of communities and helping build communities yeah. that then help each other out. And I don't know if that sounds like rainbows and butterflies, but I mean, it just, it just works. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. It is. I, I think the thing that like, so when I met you, it didn't, you know, just, I saw some YouTube videos of you. Yeah. Um, we knew somebody common. We actually, we know a lot of people in common, but somebody said, Hey, check out Tim Macy to me. And I was like, okay, cool. So I started watching some of the videos. And I was like, wow, it's like super authentic. And, you know, sometimes when people see you on video, some people see other people on video and they go, that's all bullshit. Like this guy's not yeah. really like that. Well, I got to tell you, like, I was pleasantly surprised. You're just like that. Oh, that, nice. That was my perception and my, <laughs> it, well, it's my reality. So yeah. And yeah. you hear from others too. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we, we talk about this a lot of time. A lot of times we do uh, here. I'll, I'll plug real quick. Uh, we have our real estate video blueprint event every year. This year it's okay. in April real estate video blueprint.com. Uh, I will unapologetic, unapologetically say it's the best video marketing for real estate event. Like, that's what it's focused on. And I haven't been anything better. And that's our okay. goal, right? Is just to put on like the best video conference because I know agents hear it all the time, right? They go to the conference and they're like, do video. And the thing that gets me is that I see agents take action, but they're just not doing it right, you know? And so they take massive action and don't get the results. And then I love digging into like what actions get the results. And we spent so much of the time there talking about authenticity and it sounds, you know, Gary V talks about it all the time. So like, why, why do you need to hear somebody else talk about authenticity? But I think uh, there's a unique thing that I think real estate agents in our industry have a little bit of a hurdle on. And that is that 
you know, having marketing for everyone is actually having marketing for no one mm. because of the way the algorithms are, because of the way, like back in the day, put on your suit and tie, you know, be on the billboard, be on the bus bench, like yeah. be in the newspaper, be everywhere and be for everyone because we need to get as much business from anybody that will do business with us, right? That's that's how we used to think about marketing. And yeah. now because of algorithms and because of the internet and the way the world works, right. uh, the creepy algorithms know how old you are. They know how much money you make. They know if you're married or not. They know if you have kids. They know what you like to do, right? They have this personal profile on you and they're going to curate content specifically for you, right? So like Jack, they know what you like. You know what I mean? Like if it, your your feed on your social media looks much different probably than my feed because we're different people. Yeah. So when you go back to authenticity, the only way you're going to end up in people's feeds is if you're very authentic because yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. You got to be for someone. Like if you're not for someone, then you're not going to show up in people's feeds. And so that's where it's like, look, there's no reason to not be yourself. We, we say you got to be you times two. You got to bring, you know, the best version of you and you got to bring it a little louder, a little more excitement to get people's attention because the camera just sucks the life out of you. Like if we were just sitting around, I'm, I may be talking more like this and we may be talking about whatever. But look, I'm on a podcast. I'm going to switch it on. We're gonna right? I'm going to put right? it on double. And yeah. bring some more energy and just bringing your authentic energy is what will get you an audience. I love that, Tim. So I think one of the things is like, so we've heard it from our coach for many years, you know, get on video, get on video. Yeah. And done is better than perfect. And I think, so this is this thing that I like, so you've been doing this for a lot longer than yeah. me. You're on this video, you're, like you're all over the place. I just started this about a year or so ago. Yeah. And I really don't want to do this, but somebody said, you need to be doing this if you want to do the things you want to do and help the people you want to help. So done is better than perfect. You start getting on here, you start doing things like this and collaborating, and then you get super uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yeah. Like how'd that so, work for you? But so, you know, you said something which is done is better than perfect and you just got to do it, which is all great. But like I said, there's, I've seen a lot of failure with that mindset. And, and the reason why there's the failure is because you just do it and you never analyze it and you never improve it. And what happens is you just keep making stuff that doesn't work, right? And it's fine to make something that doesn't work, but you have to get in there and tweak it. And so I'll see agents doing video all the time and nobody's engaging with it. And nobody likes it and it's not going doing anything for their business. And so uh, the YouTube formula is a great book. It's the YouTube formula by Daryl Eves. Um, but the formula, the basic formula, I think I'm trying to remember is, is, is like create, fail, analyze, adjust, create, fail, analyze, adjust. And so the big problem everybody talks about is never getting started, never creating and failing. Right. Like that's the big hurdle. Yeah. But the other hurdle that nobody talks about is the fact that we're not analyzing and adjusting, you know, like you can keep doing this podcast. Right. But at some point you have to look at, okay, how many downloads am I getting? <laughs> right. You know, like what's my average listen time? What episodes have the most downloads? 
how do I do more stuff like my best performing episodes? How do I analyze and adjust? Because 10% improvements will get you 10x results. And that's what you'll see with the algorithm. You'll put out a video and it gets 200 views, you know, especially on uh, Instagram Reels. You'll put out Instagram Reel gets 100 views. You get put one out, it gets 200 views. You put one out, it gets 100 views. You put one out, it gets 20,000 views. Yeah. It just takes off. It's not that it was a thousand times better than your video, other video. It yeah. was 10% better, but 10% better can get you 10x results. Yeah, it hits that algorithm and just starts going. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting. So Shane, that's our production guy, videographer, his dad is in a different industry. And yeah. I brought him on here and he embraced the YouTube. He, he embraced that and didn't do well in it. But then he said, you know what? I'm going to go TikTok and Insta. And now he has like million hits, million yeah. views, like hundreds of thousands of followers all in yeah. like a three month period because he studied it. So done was better than perfect. So I love that. But if you don't adjust, it's just like starting with a lead source. I'm going to go buy Zillow leads. Oh, I'm converting at 1%. So now I got to make an adjustment, either build my skills or do something to improve or, yeah. or it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, the Zillow leads thing is a perfect example. You're like, oh, online leads, they're not good because I haven't converted any. And it's, it's like, no, right? There's people that are amazing at buying the leads and converting them. It's not about buying the leads. It's it's what you what you do with it. And so when when we do our talk, I, I do my my spiel. I go speak at different places about video and social media. At the end of it, my goal for everyone is that they go make some crappy videos, right? Like you have to go make bad videos. Yeah. Just go make them. So the thing is, though, after you make bad videos, you analyze and adjust. That's that's the biggest thing. That's yeah. That. You know, you, you have these people go, oh my gosh, I, I just went to a, a conference and they told me to get on video. My coach told me to get on video and then it never happens or they just do it once and they don't do it consistent. And, and Tim, this is the thing that I found that's very, very interesting, which I'm sure you've experienced at a way higher level is being consistent with the message and being consistently on video. Yeah. You go into a conference and some people come up to you. They've never liked, they've never commented. And they're like, I've watched every one of your podcasts. Yep. I love your reels. I'm like, yeah. can, you, can you give me a little bit of love? Maybe subscribe or just do something. You know, like, all I do is say, no, don't worry like, about very it. Very much, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, but yeah, no. Is, look, I mean, weird. I think uh, it's funny, man. It's uh, when 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 you when you do this, when you go all in, you build an audience and all that fun stuff. Um, so much of the work is done for you. So. This, this is like, this is the real power of it is, you know, our agents who have these amazing YouTube channels that are generating them, you know, five to 10 leads a week, right? Like a great, those leads, uh, you, they've already won them over. Like you take all the rapport building out of it because you've already built rapport. Now, all you have to do is learn about them uh, because they already know you, like you trust you just from your content. And like you said, as long as you don't show up as a completely different person, uh, you've already, you've already won them. And I think, uh, like I look at my buddy, Ken Pozek, who gets thousands and thousands of hours of watch time a month, not views. He doesn't get thousands of views. He does get thousands of views. He gets thousands of watch hours, hours, hours of people watching his content. And there's no 
cold calling. There's no mailers. Like there's no way to get thousands of hours of people's attention from any other medium than video. And, and YouTube in particular is, is very powerful in that, that way. Most definitely. And it's just, like you said, you, you show up what, what, no matter what industry you're in, and then you're, you're that trusted source because they've already, as like I say, as long as you don't show up as a ding dong or somebody way different, maybe it's a little bit less energy than mm-hmm. like one of these things where we're up here. Like, yeah, let's go, man. Um, yeah. But they see, they see who you are and they come to you and they go, and then they see that you're like Tim, this human, Tim, this amazing, humble. Yeah. Human. One like, holy moly. Yeah. One, one thing I've seen too, um, and this is, this is something that I believe is that as we become more disconnected as a society, right, we become more and more disconnected. I believe that more and more people want to do business with people. You know, the more we get disconnected, the more we crave connection. And I think people like the opportunity to work with the people they follow. Like we follow these travel vloggers and we saw them that they were at an airport or something like close to the time we were there. But, Uh oh, man, how cool would that be to like see them, you know, and they're not huge, big time people, but we follow them. And we were uh, we, we like rugs, like, you know, nice you know, Persian okay. rugs from all over the place. And uh, so we go to this rug store. I think it's beautiful, beautiful rugs. And uh, you know how it is. You, you get there, the sales guy's there. Uh, he sees that you like one. And I tell my wife, I'm like, don't let him know that you like it. But no we'll, we'll talk about either. it, right? Uh, <laughs> so she's like walking around. The guy comes over and he's like, oh, this one is a uh, 900. And I'm like, oh man, it's nice. Yeah. Well, that's all right. He's like, well, I I could go 750, right? I'm like, man, I I do like it, but I'm I'm really at like 500, you know. And we're just going back and forth, and finally I get him down to like 600 bucks. Um, and I'm like, sweet, we're getting a rug. And my wife walks out of the store. She's just like, not interested. Um, and then you know me, I travel a lot, so uh, I travel somewhere. I come back, and there's this beautiful rug in the uh, in our bedroom. It's gorgeous. And I said, like, you finally bought a rug? And she did. She bought it from the girl she follows on Instagram because she didn't want to buy something from a salesperson where we're negotiating the price. Like, that's not the experience she wanted. She didn't want to deal with a salesperson. She follows this person on Instagram. She knows this person on Instagram. And she was looking for the opportunity to, to purchase something from her. Paid full price no discount. Yeah. And then after we buy it, like she sends a cute picture of it and the girl posts it on her Instagram tags, my wife and says, Oh, beautiful rug. You know, she just bought. And yeah. so uh, when you build an audience and you tell stories and you do this stuff, you give other people an opportunity to take part in your story. So when you're out in the real estate industry, like, are you out there telling your story? building an audience and doing that because people are going to follow you along and they're going to be waiting, craving the opportunity for them to go take part in your story and for them to buy a house with you or sell with you or, or whatever, or refer you business, right? Like when you create that story, you create that authentic personality that people like trust and follow. They want the opportunity to do business with you. And they're not, and you're not, you don't have to discount. Like you don't have to play that oh, game. Yeah, I mean, yourself. 
because guess what? They want, they're already invested in you. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when, when you're doing business in real estate, like when Tim comes in to help someone sell a home or buy a home, uh, are they asking you, Oh my gosh, like, can you do it for this? Look, they, no, they just want my advice. They just want my consultation. They, they just want again in, in a weird way, um, to be a part of that story that we tell, you know? And I think that's the thing. If you're out there, you know, the just sold posts, you know, like just, just sold this house. Look at me. That should be one. Like, okay. That might be 1% of your stuff. You should. But, yeah, but no, I mean, story I, behind it. and I'm not, I'm not knocking it. You know, like you can do a just sold. You want to show people you're active out in the business, Yeah. but getting better at telling the stories is what really works, whether it's on video or in writing or whatever, but like getting good at telling the stories that people want to follow along with. So the storytelling is, is a, is big in your world, right? Mm -hmm. When let's, so like we have some people that are in our industry that watch this all 17 of them, but regardless, you know, uh, we're, we're building them. We're building an audience and I like it. I like it. Yeah. it might be a few more than that. We're on 12 different platforms now, my goodness. So, but the thing is, Tim, let, let's share some information that can help these folks with getting on video and painting a picture that tells that story to help engagement. Yeah, I think uh, I've got, we've got the five or, I don't know, I think I'm at five rules when I do my real estate video <laughs> blueprint talk. Um, and one of the rules is stop listening to other realtors. Because realtors have the worst ideas for videos. I just watched someone uh, post a, a reel, right? And it said something about um, if you can't afford a mortgage, like you're, if you're renting, you're paying 100% of someone else's mortgage, right? And it was just like, if you're renting, you're paying 100% someone else's mortgage. And this agent that made the video it, it was such a, it was such a like condescending renters are stupid. Like if you're renting, you're paying a hundred percent of someone else's mortgage. Like it was so disconnected from the fact that people are struggling to afford rent and maybe they're worried about getting qualified for a loan. Like it lacked any empathy for the consumer. It was just like, you're dumb. You're renting. Listen to me. And then at the end, it's like, I'm your favorite realtor. Like I just I just defended you because yeah. you're a potential buyer to, like, I could work with, but you know what? I'm not going to be empathetic. I'm not going to be understanding. I'm not going to get curious about your situation. I'm just going to make an assumption because you're running. You're stupid. Yeah, and, right? I, and but but here's here's the here's where the gold is. Um, it got a lot of views, right? And it got okay. a lot of engagement. There's a lot of comments on there. A lot of good comments. A lot of like fire emojis and a lot of like, oh yeah, this is so true. Yeah. If you look at the actual comments, it's all realtors. It's all <laughs> right. lenders. If, if they're not your clients. Right. They're commenting saying, man, this is awesome because like renting is paying a hundred percent of someone else's mortgage instead of paying your own. Like that's something realtors say, right? Like we think that is super catchy, you know? And the problem is, that post is uh, yes. yeah. And, and so you get in this echo chamber of other agents and they all are like, oh, that's great. Like, great market update. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? Like, 
nobody cares. And so the reason I say stop us on the realtors is, is you have to get out of the echo chamber of agents who say how great something is when it's not actually connecting with the consumer, you know, like you have to think about what connects with the consumer. And that's where I nerd out and dig into, you know, people whose, whose videos and and stuff they're doing is actually driving sales. Cause you can have a bunch of views and a bunch of comments and a bunch of stuff, but how many people are picking up the phone and calling you to transact at the end of the day, that's what matters. And so, you know, it's very easy for us to make a market update and then have agents say, oh my goodness, this is great, but have it not actually ring true with the consumer. And so you have to really, we say you got to take your, your, you have to put your butt in the seat of the consumer, get rid of the realtor talk in your head, get rid of the realtor stuff that's in your head and think about what content does the consumer want to engage with. We do this exercise. It's my favorite thing. So if anybody listens to this and then comes hear me talk, they're going to like know the answer ahead of time. But I'll I'll come out and I'll say, look, you know, if you're in Austin, um, what are some good YouTube topics? Like, what are some good video ideas? And, you know, people raise their hand. They're like, best school district in Austin or or, you know, how to buy a house in Austin or best neighborhoods in Austin. And then I pull up my buddy Jeremy Knight's video and the title is huge regret moving from California to Austin. Because as realtors, we're like, why would we talk about that? Why would we talk about huge regret moving to Austin if I'm trying to get a pe- people to buy a house from me in Austin? But the fact is, that's what the consumer wants to know. If I type into YouTube moving to Austin and I see best schools in Austin, best neighborhoods in Austin, then I see huge regret moving to Austin. What content do you think I'm more interested in? Well, there's a reason that a lot of brokerages and one or two in particular put that that caption out front and then makes yeah. you watch it and you go like, oh my gosh. You know, so they're yeah. gonna look at the ones that yeah, exactly. But the thing is too, like when you go on Amazon, I'm I'm literally having Amazon tab open right now. <laughs> I was about to hit the button before we jumped on the podcast. Uh, and I have way too many things. Anybody else that uh, gets way too many packages at their door every week, send me a DM so I just know that there's other people out there. Um, By the way, just before you start here, um, every day at our house is Christmas. Um, I'm getting yeah. a, you know what's <laughs> of it. I think we need to close it down for our kids and my wife. And oh man, it's stop. it's so funny, but uh. But bless, right? Bless to be able to have things magically arrive at our door. Um, but when you're on Amazon and you're searching for products and it's got 5,000 reviews and it's four and a half stars, what do you do when you look at the reviews? You I go mean, find the bad ones. I, I'm, I'm looking for the bad ones. You're going to the two stars. You're going for the one stars. You're like, wait, okay, what are the bad? And that's the thing as agents, I think a lot of us, only want to talk about how great everything is right like the interest rates are going up it is not the best time to buy a house right now and all i hear from agents is date the rate marry the house right like oh it's a great time like it's always a great time to buy it's always a great time to sell and we wonder why the public doesn't trust us and the thing is if you get out there and actually give people the real deal on what's going on people want the inside scoop like scroll through your TikTok, scroll through YouTube, the best channels, the best content. 
is people that are giving the inside scoop on something. And a lot of times that has to do with what, what things aren't great. Uh, like my buddy, Trey Serrano, if you look at his page, yeah, you know, he, he does, uh, he does this great video. It's like a uh, huge regret moving to San Antonio or regrets moving to San Antonio. And look, Trey loves San Antonio, but what he does is he posts <laughs> up on his Facebook. He posts up on his different social channels and he says, Hey, what are some regrets you have about living in San Antonio or moving to San Antonio? He gets all these comments of stuff that, you know, people wish they knew or didn't like. And then he makes a video. All he's doing is commentating on other people's opinions. So he's not saying that like, these are his regrets. He's just like, look, so-and-so said they don't like the drivers. He's like, personally, I think the drivers are fine. And then this person said it gets too hot in the summer. It does get way too hot in the summer. So he's just the source of information. He's the guy with the inside scoop. He's not being negative, but he's talking about something people actually care about. I I think that's incredibly beautiful. I mean, your next, um, and maybe you're already doing this, but I think you should have something that's set up called it's the inside scoop with Tim. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Maybe somebody's already doing that. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I do love that that Trey puts it out there and he got it. He has his content right away. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to go to uh, all these different places to find content. He does one post, everybody gives it to him and he's got content for three months. And then not only that, when you comment on Trey's something, Trey's post or something, you follow him on YouTube and then you see that he like mentioned you in his YouTube video. I mean, that's, that's instant rapport. It's like when you, uh, if you listen to a radio show and you call in and actually get on, like you are a raving fan of that radio show for the rest of your life. It's like the same thing. Like ask your following on social media a question and then talk about it in a video. And then they're like, oh man, Jack posted my question and he talked about it. Like, how cool is that? You know, it's just a great way to go deeper with your audience. Did you get that, Shane? Yep. Okay, good deal. Shane, make that happen, please. <laughs> I love it. Um, Shane does a bunch of our, um, our our reels and what have you. So yeah. he was just instructed to make sure that that happens. Right, Shane? Hey, hey every, the other thing, uh, the other, the other video thing is that there's long form YouTube, right? Long form YouTube crushes. That's a, it's a, it's a great thing to, to master and figure out, but just about everything else is short form vertical. So you know, I, I love listing videos and I hate shooting them vertically. Like they don't look as good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's better to shoot a house horizontal, but it doesn't matter. Like if you're going to shoot a listing video, your videographer should have the camera sideways because it's more people are going to see uh, a Instagram reel about your listing than they are going to see a regular video. Uh, and so neighborhood tours you're going to a local restaurant you're doing a listing tour whatever your video content plan is make it vertical unless it's long form youtube so we're like this not like this unless you're going but but here's the deal okay you've got coming in hot all right but you've got this right yeah And my best videographers are fine artists and they love making things that look good. And when you do this, it just doesn't look as good. 
right? It's not as wide. The rooms don't look as big, all the other fun stuff. And so our videographers with their nice professional cameras don't like to put them sideways like this because it doesn't look as good. But for us, we're marketers. It doesn't matter if it looks as good. It yeah. matters that more people are going to see it. And so you got to make your videographers turn their camera sideways and yeah. shoot, shoot some vertical. So it's interesting, like, you know, you can get some very expensive uh, cameras out there and our videographer has put together some beauties like, yeah. And, and I'm going to say what, at least 90, 90% is <laughs> shot on this because when you're doing four and eight K right now, right? Like it's, it's nuts. I do, uh, man, I've got thousands of dollars of camera equipment in my office right here. And yeah. we go to make, I do a lot of travel videos. If you follow myself, I love traveling. Yeah. Love tra I have not brought any of my expensive cameras. It's just my cell phone and a drone. And that's, that's pretty much all we use for our, our uh, cool travel vlogs and stuff. If you're shooting a high-end house and you're going to do a listing video, there's definitely a lot of power in having you know, a nicer camera setup. Um, yeah. But there's just so much stuff you can do with the cell phone. There's still higher quality and having higher quality cameras, but you definitely don't need to let that get in your way because you can do a ton with the phone. You can put cinema, um, cinema, cinematic, cinematic on this thing yeah. now. And here's the thing. This is the opportunity for everybody here. So you can go get a $30 payment plan on, you know, any Dagburn uh, phone right now and be an instantaneous videographer, right? Yeah. Like that's that done's better than perfect. And then you yeah. perfect it as you move forward. Yeah, you so. get better at it. I got one of our agents that is is doing a ton of local stuff. She's got a great strategy. And when she's starting out her videos, they're not that good, right? But by her 10th one, they're starting to look better. You know what I mean? She's analyzing and adjusting and then creating again. Awesome. Uh, anything else you want to share about with video for, for the folks out there? Because like, you know, stop Man. listening to other realtors is probably number one. Yeah. And connecting to the consumer and, and sharing that story, like getting focused yeah. on them and not getting other realtors to say, Hey, that was great, Tim. Unless yeah. we're marketing uh, towards them. I mean, I, I can run through, I'm going off of memory here, but yeah. uh, so our number one rule is get over yourself. That's, that's, that's actually a really big one because nobody likes how they sound on video. Nobody likes how they look on video. But there's actually this um, Google study, if you look at it, uh, they, they tested a bunch of things. And what they found was that how you look and sound on video is actually just how you look and sound. Hmm. That's it. Like, it, it's how you look at a listing appointment. It's how you sound at a listing appointment. The only person that has a problem with how you look and sound is you. <laughs> so, so number one is get over yourself. Number two, like we talked about, is be authentic. So be you times two. And these two things seem very basic, but they're very, very important. Uh, the third one is YouTube is king. Like it just, it just is most of our people that are getting the most well-qualified leads, building the biggest businesses are doing it consistently on YouTube. Okay. Um, the other thing is everything is vertical. We talked about that. Everything is uh is short form vertical now. Um, and the biggest thing is create, fail, analyze, adjust, create, fail, analyze, adjust. Um, getting that process down, getting really comfortable with putting out content that fails and then trying to tweak it yeah. and keep going. 
that's that's half the battle again it's getting uncomfortable putting that positive pressure and having helped somebody hold you accountable that's going to be there for you i think that makes a big difference too because did you do this all on your own tim one day dude i do nothing on my own okay <laughs> i only do things with uh with a community like i need a community to to do well and you know there's a great youtube for real estate facebook group that uh i'm a part of and it's it's amazing how much great interaction on youtube thumbnails goes on there like if you go on my buddy trey serrano's page um you'll notice that like his pupils look a little jacked up in the pictures and it's because we found that if you mess with your eyeballs it increases the click-through rate right like <laughs> that's the type of wacky stuff that you you find when you're working with a community somebody's like hey i've like my click-through rate's going up because i messed with my pupils or i saw that like if we put fire off in the corner of this thumbnail like it gets a higher click-through rate. I found out that this title is really working right now. You can skip ahead so much faster by being a part of community that's going to give you some of these answers. Tim, it's interesting when we do these uh, podcasts, and I've, I've been very fortunate to have some incredible folks join it and yeah. now we get people hitting us up to be a part of it you didn't hit me up i hit you up i'm just letting <laughs> him, uh, i i wanted him to be here uh, because i just saw what he was about authentic oh dude I, I appreciate it man i love being on here and i gotta i gotta do more of this you know i should i should do more podcasts you should it's definitely there's some good ones out there um yeah just like being consistent being out there getting uncomfortable allows us all to grow um I would like you to share a little bit about your story moving to your brokerage. And yeah. Then, I, I, and I rarely talk about that. Again, we're yeah. at the same brokerage. Um, because here's the thing. This is for everybody. I have tons of friends at our former brokerage. I have tons of friends yeah. in all brokerages, quite frankly. So. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I um, I was at EXP. Yep. I, I love EXP. EXP was great. I was at a little boutique brokerage. Uh before that, um, that was investment focused. And like at the time investments, what I wanted to do. So I went there and then, you know, I went to EXP and EXP has this great model and changed my life. Did way better there than I would ever have done anywhere else. Uh, that was fantastic. And, you know, I think that alignment and being somewhere that you're excited about what they're doing uh you're excited about the people that you're working with for me that drives so much of my energy and my energy obviously drives my business yeah. um and so the move to real for me was just something that man when when i met tamir when i you know when i got to look at leadership when i looked at the vision for technology and culture and everything else you know, it was just like, this is for me. This is definitely uh, for me. And, you know, that's the feeling I hope everybody gets when they join a brokerage. Like, you know, you, I got a buddies that uh, have just such a long family history at Remax, right? Like dad was at Remax there yeah, yeah. at Remax and like Remax is for them. And, you know, I think real has just been a thousand percent just everything that I kind of align with. And yeah. then what happens is, which, which is super fun is that when you go all in on something that you align with, right. You go all in on something you're proud of, you go all in on something you're passionate about. It's amazing 
how many people will want to go in with you. And so uh, I've been lucky enough, man, to grow a crazy organization way bigger than uh, uh, I, I feel like I, I'm, I'm worth. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing. Yeah, but... I, you're, you're you're definitely worth it, Tim. Uh, you right. <laughs> you've something pretty special with uh, folks that are in your world that have. Yeah, man. But, yeah. but the thing I think I'm even more excited about, more than just like my little network, yeah. is our overall company community. I mean, being at our company event, um, you know, last week, it was last week or are yeah. we on two weeks away? Yeah, it was last week. It was last week, man. Yeah. Time's a blur. Um, but yeah, we're at, we're at our company conference last week. And the thing that I was most excited about was our community and like the culture in that room was just amazing. And it was amazing regardless of downline or regardless of what franchise and what market you were in like we just have like a really cool connected community that honestly like i i probably sound like a certified kool-aid drinker but for me is my favorite part about waking up and going to work every morning is that connected community that we're a part of so i think uh, you you put it so I saw you, I think I first met you out in Utah. Um, yeah. An event. Yeah. Yeah. And you then, saw that was the talk I did in Utah yeah. was like me getting ready for this one. Yeah. It, it was really getting ready for this. It was, it was yeah. beautiful. So w- the thing that you did was, um, and again, I want to be careful what I say here because again, I have so many in- excellent friends and people I truly <laughs> yeah, love of course. where you were. Um, but it's also like this family atmosphere of yeah. helping each other. And it doesn't matter who your sponsor is because Tim's not my sponsor and <laughs> we're not each other's. No, whatever's. we're not each other <laughs> in ref share, whatever. Um, that's fine. But you know what? Like I've had people from other um, rev share lines hit me up and say, yeah. you know, what are your thoughts? And I'm like, here are my thoughts. You know, here's the reason we've made the transition and I don't have a financial benefit from it revenue wise, uh-huh. but we do because we're building a company together. Right. Yeah. So and one, I love one the way you that, presented that. Yeah, one one thing that I talked about in that in that talk that I'm really passionate about is that um, this isn't just from a, a feelings like it feels good to be part of a connected community, which it does, but also from a business perspective, I firmly believe that fragmentation kills innovation. Fragmentation kills innovation. If you look at all the industries that have been disrupted over the last couple of years, they've all been fragmented, split up into this different bureaucracies and everything else. And then these tech companies come in, streamline everything, centralize everything and have everything on an app. And and all of a sudden consumer behavior changes overnight because they no longer have to deal with the disjointed experience of taxi cabs. (laughs) Like they don't have to deal with the disjointed uh experience of going to a blockbuster everything's just right on their tv right through netflix right so when we look at real estate i mean let's be honest it is one of the most fragmented overly disjointed client experiences structure the whole thing uh and when you look at brokerage you know a lot of it's the same way like when you look at the franchise systems and and how broken up those are it's very hard for a large, big company with different market centers, different franchises, different office owners, yeah. so many different stakeholders 
that are all doing different things, it's hard to get innovation. It's hard to get people to move in, in one way, in one direction when you're that disjointed. And so I am very excited about our culture. I'm very excited about connectivity because I think it helps agents sell more and do better. But yeah. also from a company perspective, it helps us move as a company. And so we're rolling out, um, which this is getting into the weeds, but like we're rolling out our all new backend transaction system, you know, that's going to replace the third party system that we're using. It's yeah. like the groundwork of so much stuff. Um, but what's interesting is that we're getting such easy adoption. One, because the technology is good, but two, because we're a connected community of agents. So we move together in ways that I think other companies may have trouble with. That was that was a, that was a lot longer than I plan on talking about that. It's okay. I hope again, it makes I, some sense. I'm, I'm I'm you know I was there, so able to understand maybe a little bit higher level. And some of the yeah. folks were, were there that are, are going to watch this. That, um, but I think the big thing is like that family. That here's what I call it. I call it a a cross web calibration like we recalibrate so we can collaborate at a much higher level yeah maybe i'm way off base but that's just the way i see it and i just love the way you you presented it where we're sharing ideas from different um uh sponsor levels you know because sometimes yeah. people stop that at different companies and i think there's this collaboration that's, that's taking place that's helping people produce at a much higher level well, I think it, I think it matters, and I think this is this is going to be a, a little deeper philosophical thing. But I think uh, a lot of what we do depends on what vision we're chasing. Like, what vision are you chasing? And when the the reason why I think a lot of people have trouble wrapping their head around the stuff that we're talking about is because when I first started in real estate, you get your license, right? You work at a brokerage. And then maybe you own your own brokerage and you're doing your business like in your local area and you bring on yeah. a couple of agents like that is the projection, right? That is the vision um, in here when you have a company whose vision is to change the industry, right? Like the vision's way up here, then I'm no longer competing with Jack. I'm no longer competing with the other people because we have this vision that we want to change the industry. We have this vision that we're going to go from 7,000 to 70,000. And when the vision is bigger than just ourselves, it's a lot easier to all help each other because we know we're going after the same thing. I love it. Well, Tim, I tell you what, man, I'm super grateful that you joined me today on the Lair podcast. Is there anything else you want to share with our, our wonderful audience out there? Uh, no, man. I mean, if, if, if you want, shoot me a DM on the gram. That's usually the best place to get me is on uh, on Instagram. And uh, look, we, we've got a social media marketing mastermind every Monday. And I have my mastermind every Tuesday. And you are more than welcome to check those out. So shoot me a DM on Instagram. And then uh, real estate video blueprint in April is going to be we'll, a banger. So and we'll include that information here for everybody so that yeah. you, you know, hit up Tim. He's He's an incredible resource. He is truly authentic. He is uh, just a, a beautiful human being that I had the pleasure to meet in Utah. 
And now, you know, we're building a little bit of a relationship, brother. I appreciate that. I love it. I love it, man. Good stuff. I appreciate you having me on, man. This was fun. Good deal. So if this helped you, uh, please share, like, subscribe. And again, Tim Macy, super grateful for you, brother. Make your day great. See ya.